0: listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: Good morning. This is the Frank Skinner Show. Um, But people... Oh, the producers just passed me a piece of paper saying do not text. That's a clue to what's going on today. All will be revealed later. Um, It is a Frank Skinner Show. If you paid attention at school, you might have realised I'm not actually Frank Skinner. I'm Emily Dean. I'm uh, standing in for Frank this week. He's taking a little mini break. He's not leaving the country, so don't try and burgle him. (laughs) <laughs> it's a staycation. That's what he's convinced Cathy is because he doesn't want to spend money on a holiday. Um, but I hope they're having a lovely time. I should say, in the interest of full disclosure, we have—we're uh we're not live today. Is that right, boys?
2: It is indeed true.
1: You sounded really sleazy oh, when solid. you said that. <laughs> in the studio, we have Matt Ford, who's Hello. a friend of the show. Yeah, good friend. Uh, oh, I calm <laughs> down. Well, <a> friend
2: <laughs> with benefits. <I laughs> <think.
1: Yeah. laughs> and Steve Hall in the house. Good morning. Well, it's not really morning, but we're pretending it is.
2: (laughs) There's, there's the illusion smashed. There's no tooth fairy. Why are we doing a pre-record?
1: I'm not quite sure why we're doing a pre-record this morning. Why are we doing pre-record, Daisy? (laughs) Got plans. Daisy's got plans. plans. I've got plans on a Saturday night, and I don't wish to look like uh, Arthur Scargill as a result of getting up at (laughs) 5am, which is why I'm doing a pre-record. I don't know about you boys, but just don't.
2: I bet you've never looked like Arthur Scargill early in the morning.
3: Well, oh, better ask Matt Ford. John, John McGregor, maybe. He <laughs> <laughs> was quite a catch in his youth, I believe. Was he? he wore a lot of eyeliner. And, um, Arthur Scargill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lovely collection of clutch bags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they don't show Scargill the glam years.
1: <laughs> Do you know Arthur Scargill's clutch bag is a good
3: name for a band? I love that. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism for something, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it does. Ca-
3: sorry.
1: Um, so don't text in, that's very important that we tell the listeners not to text in, because they'll be wasting their money, they'll be throwing good money after bad. Just listen, just be. That's a Buddhist that's a very section zen approach of the to radio. absolute radio. I tell you, zen
2: radio would be quite, that'd be quite a <laughs> frustrating experience for a listener. Yeah.
1: Um, I've got to talk to you boys, Ooh. because I went to the BAFTAs
3: this week. Ooh. Isn't that exciting? Ooh. All right, rub it in.
1: Yeah. Uh, the TV BAFTAs, ah. well, I... <laughs>
3: That's so mean. Yeah, but it's not the BAFTAs then, is it?
1: No. It's a a bit more... um,
3: Junior BAFTAs.
1: Women from Coronation Street. Yeah, but Ian Beale was there. (gasps) Adam Woodyat. Beale! No way!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Woodyat. Woodyat in the house.
1: (laughs) How was he? Well... I'll tell you what he had on. Do you know when men... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Can I tell you what he had on? You know when yeah. men wear a tux? But they, they're not happy just to go for your plain black tux. There's a floral jacquard motif going on. Do you know what I mean by that?
3: Uh, so it's black. In the lining or on the outer?
1: On the outside. So if you look in the light, you'll see a floral pattern. Very footballer's wow. wedding in the 90s. I yeah, think Gazza yeah, yeah. got married in one of these. Yes, yeah. I think he did. A bit of cream cute. version. With a wine cravat, perhaps. A wine coloured yes. cravat. Anyway, so he was there. He posed for a selfie with uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Not a good look.
2: So <laughs> often you, see, you don't see Jesse Pinkman and uh, Ian Beale together enough. That's the new. It was quite be a the sight. buddy movie, that.
1: Yeah, it was good. But I, um, I wore Victoria Beckham. I beg your pardon. I did. <laughs> uh, thanks for the loan. It was lovely. But it was so tight. I do apologise for this in advance, if this is TMI, but it was so tight yeah. that I couldn't even get Spanx on underneath.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need to, would you?
1: <laughs> no, Matt, I tried it on with the spanks, and the zip wouldn't go up. And is oh, that God. not the second awards do in a row that you've been <laughs> Spanx
3: free? <laughs> yes, it is. Shouldn't you have just worn a bigger one? <laughs> I mean, that's the male yeah, thing. Yeah. It's, it's just, well, it clearly doesn't you fit you. suggest yet. that I would need a bigger pair of spanks? Well, I'm, all I'm saying is maybe they sent you a smaller one by mistake. You know what
1: I love about you, Matt? I love that you know me so well that you don't say you bought it. You say they sent you a smaller
0: one. Absolute, Absolute Absolute. Radio. Frank
3: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Oh, that was very chaotic, I felt. Came back from that link. I don't like it when it's not live. I like all my moments in life to be live. (laughs) Just So you're both aware of that. Um,
2: Don't live life on pre-record. That's a nice and kind a of maxim for existence. Mm, right. Sounds
3: like an album by Arthur Scargill's clutchman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Will you let it go? They've disbanded now. <coughs> uh, okay. Oh, so I'm at the BAFTAs. Yeah, and I've got the dress so tight that I can't even get Spanx on. Okay. Poor Matt. He normally discusses politics <laughs> and, oh, I've and about serious he's issues of the day. He's having to discuss my pants. <laughs> I, th- no, I, think, I think
2: Matt is, Matt can cover every aspect of culture, it's one of Every thing. aspect of women's <laughs> pants. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm happy to talk about it. Are you? Okay. Oh, absolutely, yes.
1: Okay, as long as you're just talking about it. Um, well, yeah. So I squeezed into the dress. <laughs> it took so long to squeeze into the dress. Two people... Had to help me.
2: Goodness me! This is some of our listeners are going to be uh, playing this bit back very slowly and th- describe in more detail how two people helped you on into your very tight dress. This is like some Emily Dean fan fiction that someone <laughs> has written.
1: <laughs> and a cat and nine tails. No, um, but I couldn't sit down. And of course, the trouble with the Baftas is they make you stand up and down and up and down. Oh, we had to stand for Cilla Black.
2: Me. Hmm. <laughs> you didn't have to. I, I will not stand for
1: celebration. <laughs> <laughs> <for laughs> we had to stand for Julie Walters.
3: Ah, fair Deuce. Yeah, fair yeah. that's fair dues. Yeah, yeah. Pop, What did you say? Poppins. Poppins. That's her, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Julie <laughs> Andrews. <laughs> oh, Walters. No, straight back down. Oh, I'd be. Up Why to do Walters.
1: you refer to everyone as if they play for Norwich? <laughs> Walters. <laughs> Mark
3: Walters. Mark Walters. Yeah. Mark Walters, yeah, yeah. So well, I
1: kept having to stand up, but then a girl behind me, who it turned out was an Olympic athlete, you'd be familiar with her work. Lovely girl, looked yeah. good, scrubbed up, and they often don't, athletes, let's be honest. Um, oh. And she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, excuse me, your, your zipper keeps <laughs> falling down. Ooh. I know. So I turned to my date, I said, zip me up. So he kept having to zip me up all night. <laughs> every fight, he go, it's gone again. <laughs> it kept going. It couldn't... I don't want to get into too many details here, but the laws of physics. There were issues with the laws That's of physics incredible. from the frontage to the we, back. Do You, you understand? I
2: understand. Of, of kind of uh, Liz Hurley in that dress from '94 type controversy. The Versace.
1: What is <laughs> <Was> it, Versace? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that. The big or, safety pin. That Why or was did it you pronounce more... it like George Galloway? Versace, <laughs> <laughs> <Gianni> Versace,
2: Johnny <laughs> Versace. No, I th- was it more of a. There's something about Mary.
1: It was. I was trying to make an impact. I won't lie. Um, but I didn't want to be undressed and I did panic so I think the moral of this story is I won't be wearing the dress again as much as I love Vicky I think I'm not sure you can wear Victoria Beckham and eat will on the people,
2: same night
3: can you stick it on eBay?
1: Uh, no I can't because I don't own it <laughs>
3: will people be if will people were to Google image search Emily Dean Bafter's 2014 would they be able to see a picture of the dress?
1: Uh, maybe if they search for my date but I don't know if I'm prepared to share that information right now
0: absolute absolute, absolute radio. frank skinner absolute radio
1: so boys i've got my mouth full of m&ms at the moment i've told them about that (laughs) (laughs) um we need to talk about yaya oh yeah oh yaya now i happen to love yaya we're we're talking of course matt you're the football are you the football correspondent no you're Um, the football correspondent because um watching it yeah yeah so tell us what's happened.
3: Well, Yaya Torre is, argue, I would say, arguably one of the greatest players applying his trade in the Premier League. Well, certainly last season. Mm. Um, and uh, he's trying to stop this week because it was his birthday and Manchester City didn't get him, I think, even a birthday card oh. or, a, or a present. Oh. And he's agent to put a out a statement. It's now thrown his future at the <laughs> club uh, into disarray all over. I mean, what I don't understand is that he leaves a fairly charmed life anyway. Mm. If, you're, if you're on that sort of money and that sort of life, Every day's a birthday, isn't it? <laughs> I yeah. bet he's got I mean, a nice car. You, if you're car. earning £10 million a year, yeah. he does. And 80,000 people chant your name on a weekly basis. Or, yeah, 50. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair,
1: that that's happened to me in my life, but that's another story.
3: <laughs> well, um, I've never had it. I was, Yaya, and, uh, he, and, and what people don't appreciate about Yaya is the strength. To be able to run that fast with a body like his, it almost defies yeah, the laws of science. Oh, thank you
1: very much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, doesn't, he doesn't have to wear spanx either he's <laughs> he's he's a, he's a phenomenon yeah. but he's clearly a mardy little so-and so and that's me off him well apparently man City's excuse what for his is
1: that northern?
2: Yeah, moody. Yeah, yeah grumpy, um, surly. Thanks That's for the it. translation. It's an Arctic so. Monkey song called Mardi Bum."
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, oh, okay. Mardy Bum. <laughs> have we got to pay for that, Daisy? Yeah.
3: Good. I'm going to see him. I'm uh, going to see him. Oh well, I will have seen him. Oh yes, oh, it's in the future, but it's in the past. So, <laughs> people are hearing this, I'll have seen him. I might be dead by where, the time. Where, <laughs> where are you seeing them? Finestry Park. Fantastic. Friday night. <laughs> I've got a,
2: a neutral, oh, neutral milk hotel at the Roundhouse, me. Oh,
1: Daisy, why did you put those Haribo's out? Matt's absolutely
3: mental. It's The bananas that have done it. <laughs> Radioactive, aren't Yeah, It they? always is. Bananas um, and Haribo. What
1: about Yaya's agent? Because he might be my favourite person ever. Mm. Because he quoted his name is Dimitri.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hello,
1: it's Dimitri. Can I speak to Pellegrini, manager, please? <laughs> he says, that's nice, my little impression nice, of Dimitri Nice Bond villain
3: <laughs> Hello, I'm Pellegrini manager Who wants <laughs> to speak <state> to <of> my <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Borat Who doesn't live in Britain in your world Hello, I'm from United States My name is Barack Obama
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, I wish
1: life was like that um, Dimitri says yes. None of the club shook its hand on his birthday It's really sick, you know Sick. <laughs> yeah. <it> really sick? <laughs> yeah, I know why does he think it's sick? It's, uh, but it, his yeah, his standards
2: of morality <laughs> must be fairly warped.
1: <laughs> he also I've, pointed out that Roberto Carlos. He said he got a Bugatti, didn't he?
2: Yeah. Did yeah. you read that? Exactly, a, a Bugatti Veyron, which isn't that. Southampton, I think, got Francis Benali a Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Man City's excuse was that they they did give him a they they did get him a birthday card, mm. but they gave it to Martin De Michaelis to post. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He, um, the thing that I find quite shocking about it is I can't remember when I last got upset because someone forgot my birthday. I don't want people to remember my birthday. I pay them not to remember my birthday. Last time I got upset about someone forgetting my birthday, I was three years old and doubly incontinent. <laughs> There's no easy way of saying that.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: So we're talking about Yaya this morning mm. on Absolute Radio. Um, and specifically how upset he was that Man City forgot his birthday and his agent, Dimitri, who yes. wasn't best pleased either. Um, but you were saying, I mean, they did get him a cake, I saw. Did you see that Instagram picture of the cake yeah. on the plane? Well, did you see the Cake bit? on the plane, I <laughs> love <Yeah>. it. with these mother bleeping. That's what Dimitri said.
2: Um, <laughs> There's a video of them delivering it on the plane.
1: Who and delivered it?
2: There's, it's, it's some PR lady or some, someone who works for Man City. Right. Uh, and no one cares. He's asleep as and they go they, to well,
1: deliver And they the turned cake. into Millwall. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. a football joke. Matt didn't laugh. He was a bit jealous. <laughs> because I made a football joke. Well, but,
3: because no one likes <laughs> us is the Millwall. We don't
1: joke. care. Oh, okay. Fair point. <laughs> <gasps> oh, yes. How embarrassing.
3: <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd slightly done a ya and <laughs> half it off So I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apologies That's
1: okay, accepted
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. They, they but I'd gone mad before, not I? Now I'm chilling I out.
1: think the chemistry's <laughs> back between me and Matt I was worried it had gone For various, <laughs> yeah, for right. various reasons yeah. I won't go into on this show okay. But uh, the chemistry's still there, isn't it?
3: Oh, I think so yeah.
1: <laughs> no, you Now you've gone creepy If you are, if you are wearing on...
3: Spanx now, you <laughs> won't be by the end of the show <laughs> The problem is you're sort of in charge of the chemistry, <laughs> 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 of the
1: chemistry. Yes Get used to it
3: Sorry, what
1: were you saying, uh, Steve? Hall, in your serial killer lumberjack shirt? Have you got a
2: goodness me?
1: It is a bit serial killer.
2: This is a Brutus. It's a Brutus trim fit, classic mod since nineteen (laughs) sixty six. I think it looks really good on you, and I think no, I think it looks lovely.
1: But I do think you're going to murder me.
2: Well, carry on, dissing my shirt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as you were.
2: Yeah, no, there's there's this video, and so he's snoozing, and it's the most half-hearted round of happy birthday. Well, it's like they're struggling to even remember them. I mean, they're all clearly a bit sleepy on the plane. Yeah. And so it's, happy birthday, dear <laughs> yah ya. And <laughs> Joe Hart gives them a bottle of Head and Shoulders. It's all very...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that they have to sing dear yah ya as well. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, what else would they sing?
1: Well, I don't know. It just sounds inherently Ya-ya. quite comical. Well,
3: I'm the, not
1: laughing at his name, yeah. but...
4: Because apparently-
3: there's the chant, isn't there, with what? him and his brother... That they Mate do. Taylor. Man City have the best chance in the Premier League. Arguably yeah. the best chance in Britain. But there's the one, because there's Colo Tori and Yaya yeah. Tori. And they all go Colo, Cola Colo, Cola Colo, Cola <laughs> Colo Tori. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They're going for ages. Oh, I Really like good that. fun to go to a yeah. Man City game. Everyone should go. Well, you should somewhere. have
1: some more of your Haribos and go down there. Keep walking to an up. empty stadium. <laughs> I've done it
3: before. I did once. I got a taxi to the forest ground one night on did my birthday you? and tried to get on the pitch at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very embarrassing episode. She'll <laughs> never we'll, talk about again. We'll
1: be back soon with uh, more tales of Matt Ford's uh, pitch invasions <laughs> naked.
0: Frank? Frank Skinner
3: on Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute.
1: Oh, I've got popcorn in my mouth. That's a nice way to start a link, isn't it? I got into the studio today. Steve Hall was sitting in the corner. It was like Augusta's glue. <laughs> he had a bowl full of M&Ms, a giant tub of popcorn and some Haribos. Then he ate the microphone. He, honestly, he couldn't even break off to speak to me. It was shocking. <laughs> I, you
2: know, I'm not allowed out of the house much. I've got to take on nourishment where I can.
1: Matt, I'm not being rude, but it was a bit, oh, I'll get the free- freebies. <laughs> he what? was cleaning up the freebies a
3: bit. Oh, I, I think if, if there's free food and someone's hungry, <laughs> then those two things go together. I don't have a problem with Thanks it. Thanks for
1: that insight. Well, <laughs> this cake. Um, talking of uh, Steve Hall, um, this cake on the plane. Mm. Talking of Samuel L. Jackson, it was it wasn't a good cake. In what? fairness to Yaya, I would be. I analysed that cake quite for, forensically. Do you know when a cake's been in Greg's for a few too many days and it's no. gone a bit dusty? <laughs> In the window.
3: Yes, but there's a, t- there's a trick here. You oh, go it, on. just have it with a hot cup of tea.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. just have a stale bit of cake with a hot cup of tea <laughs> and uh, watch the snooker.
1: Don't take it the wrong way, but I was expecting something significantly
3: more insightful <laughs> when you said that. Well, what did you expect me to say?
1: I don't know. I thought there'd be some other trick or but something.
3: Well, I'm not a chef. No, but it really is as simple as that. Just really? have a nice bowl of tea and just take a mouthful and mm, And it's nice. Yeah. yeah, and watch the snooker.
2: And I, I think a cake left in Greg's for a few days too long. That basically describes my face. <laughs> that's, that's, no. how my, that's how my wife would describe how she picked me up.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, but at least you haven't got dust on your face.
3: <laughs> I feel <laughs> metaphorical <laughs> dust.
2: The dust of life.
3: <laughs> so what was, what was the problem with Yaya's cake? It just, it just looked old. What sort of cake was it? What's the design? I haven't seen it. Is it a well, football? It's square, love. It's square. It had
2: an, it was, I think it had a, an MCFC... Yeah, logo. and, the, and okay. then and the Latin,
1: nice. which I obviously thoroughly approve of, having gone to a private school.
3: <laughs> yeah. and then, Which uh, means pride in battle, I believe.
1: And yeah. the, oh, lovely. You could have come to our school, just mm. for the day. Um, and <laughs> um, there was a blue sort of blanket. i have torn
3: through that place like a cock in a hen house. <laughs> <laughs> like a swarm of locusts.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I can only apologise enough on Absolute Radio this morning. Um, can we talk about birthdays, though? Because... I want to know how you react. And we've already established I hate birthdays. I don't want to be reminded of them. If someone forgets my birthday, that's fine. I'm not five years old. There are things I care more about. I care more about. Um, Matt, you strike me as a little bit needy.
3: What? Do I? (laughs) When
1: it (laughs) (laughs) comes...
3: How are you when it comes to birthdays, though? I'm good. I'm good with it. Well, I I don't want to sound like an idiot. An idiot. No. But um, I, I, I like most days... So when it's a birthday, it's a Ooh. double good day. You know, as long as I wake up and there's lemonade in the fridge and there's water in the tap, <laughs> then that's already a good start. Lemonade
1: in the fridge? You're <laughs> a clown.
3: I just like lemonade. I'm, just, I'm generally a happy person. Yeah, you're one okay. of the most
2: naturally buoyant people I've ever met. Yeah, of, yeah, so.
3: yeah uh, I would say yeah. you you're very happy. Chappy. Every day I'm like, woo And then if it <laughs> turns out it's someone's birthday, then it's another excuse to drink. But
1: do you <laughs> Would you get upset if a friend forgot your birthday, a close friend? Well. Or l- let's say, let's say
3: a lady friend.
1: I don't know if you have a lady friend currently, but let's say you did. Yeah. How would you feel if the lady friend forgot your birthday? it
3: depends depend on what stage of the relationship. Okay. If, if I was married, <laughs> and it's sort of five years... Don't laugh at me being married. <laughs> if I was married, I reckon I will get married, actually, so in your face. <laughs> the, the, um, the, um, if it was five years in and I forgot my birthday, I'd say, what is this now a sign? Yeah. Or, if you've just started dating, then they probably wouldn't even know it was your birthday. So you, you, can't see. you
1: see, I've sometimes gone over the top in the first few weeks, and that's not good, is it?
3: In, in what way?
1: Well, in terms of the present buying, because <gasps> I'm very extravagant.
3: <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, well, it's not an offer, darling. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, that's a good thing that you get someone a really good present rather yeah, than a really yeah. bad present.
1: Yeah, but then they take that as a sign. They think, oh, she's getting coming on a bit strong. With, with a Paul Smith belt <laughs> oh, well the thing is I did buy a guy that, and I'd been seeing him for about four weeks I bought him a Paul Smith belt what do you think?
3: well I'm sure it's very pricey but it's a belt and two books <laughs> depends what the books were One and, was, and a DVD
1: of the Nazis a warning from history
3: <laughs> God knows what uses that belt for <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> funny thing is you think I'm joking yeah, it, was, it, was Pete, it, was Pete, it was Pete Doherty <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Frank Skinner
1: I haven't said at all this morning, you know, this is absolute radio. You're listening to the Frank Skinner show. And I should say that. So, can I apologise uh, to all the listeners, to my family, and to myself? <laughs> uh, this is absolute radio, and you're not listening to Frank Skinner, but it is the Frank Skinner show. Now, we've been um, talking
2: about birthdays. Uh, yes. Uh, I have much one... to, Much to my horror. <laughs> <laughs> I have one birthday incident uh, that. Uh, now,. Uh, uh, it's lovely to be working with Matt Ford again. Matt and I uh, yeah, uh, wrote uh, on a number of series of oh. Russell Howard's Good News together. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, did, yeah, and uh, I was the victim of a rather cruel prank uh, during the last what series happened? of Russell Howard's <laughs> Good News. Yes, Matt yes, has I just remember it. remembered it. <laughs> um, there was one uh, late, late one evening... Well, the, the uh, stakes have raised
1: uh, pretty high now.
2: Uh, Russell Howard and friend of the show, Mr Steve Williams, decided... Yes, it I'm it familiar be, with him. It would be fun <laughs> to pretend to the staff that next... And this was about 9pm... They, they, they would tell all the producers and researchers on the show yeah. that it was my birthday the next day mm. and that everyone had forgotten about it. <gasps> And it wasn't my birthday no. the next day, but it queued panic stations. And I, and I was going, it's not my birthday, That just they're just winding you up. Yeah. And then the next morning, someone says to me, happy birthday. And I laugh, <laughs> thinking they're doing it as a joke. And then at 4pm, everyone who works on the show <laughs> comes in to deliver me two birthday cakes. The producer's sister had been up till three in the morning making the cakes. And they sent one of the runners down to Wimbledon to pick up the cakes yeah. this utterly futile <laughs> thing they'd, they'd been done me a card th- thankfully they'd all written nice things in the card <laughs> it could have been very tricky and then they all sang me happy birthday and i then had to say it's not my birthday
1: <laughs> how did that go- how did that play
2: uh, everyone was heartbroken <laughs> were they uh, russell furious russell blames me saying that i should have told the truth i should have pl- i shouldn't have told the truth was he genuinely unhappy the- this he, is was russell gen- Howard. he was genuinely unhappy uh, and uh, I think someone, someone. Uh, they, I think they invoiced him for the cake. <laughs>
1: no way! Because <laughs> his sister. Had oh, well, you up so know what? <laughs> every cloud. The
0: Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Absolute Radio. You're listening to Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. He's not here. Um, he's got a lot on. You know, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> Um, don't text us, because we're not live. We're just pretending. You can tweet us, though, at Frank on the radio. You might just want to tweet, I don't know. Can you think of some reasons, boys? They might just want to check in, see how we're doing. Yeah. Don't don't have to necessarily interact.
2: Just share the love. (laughs) Yeah. While while Frank's away, retweet
1: some praise. (laughs) (laughs) Share the love is a bit creepy. Um, I'm joined by Matt Ford and Steve Hall this morning. Hello. I happen to love these boys. Um, (laughs) but I do want to talk to Matt Ford... (laughs) because um yeah. you've been having well, let's just say Got you're making problem. you're making a little bit of an effort, aren't you, on the physical front?
3: <coughs> oh <laughs> gosh!
2: <laughs> I was about to say Matt was looking trim, but that cough—there was quite a lot expectorated with that cough.
3: <laughs> I don't usually cough like that. I'm really sorry. It's because I just had a glug of water. <laughs> That's okay, darling. Um, <laughs> I must have you know absolutely what? We're all we're all, really God's, we're all God's children. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, there's a bowl of pop. There's a bowl of popcorn,
2: <laughs> and it looked like a piece of popcorn. So I'm now going <laughs> really. nowhere you look near like that. An eternal
1: <laughs> organ that came. Came out. Um, I
3: can't believe I didn't cover my mouth. I'm so I know, but the sorry. good news is the size really of that—you've really probably sorry.
1: lost about half a stone. I'm really? Sorry. <laughs> I usually cover my mouth when I cough. Okay, I can't
3: I
2: just okay radio you have studios. to move yeah. on now. This is what happens when you get someone from talk sport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? I'm getting bored. I'm trying um, to lose weight. Okay, you're trying to lose weight.
3: Um, because I saw a photo of myself recently and I've got too much face. <laughs> I need to. I've got basically side boob. But th- on my face, so I got <laughs> all these like, side shots. Like, oh, this is going to be
2: the new Daily Mail's next thing. Yeah, yeah
3: side where, face.
1: Where where are your a- your problem areas? If you don't mind me saying. Oh yeah, yeah I see what you mean.
3: Oh, so and um, man boobs. Have you got man boobs? Belly. Well, shall I stand up. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh, you've got a uh, lovely I, little physique. The thing though. is, knowing
2: how much you drink, I think you're doing <laughs> phenomenally well. <laughs> yes, <right.
4: laughs>
3: I was just
1: going to say, what is it? Is it the lager where you're going wrong? Is it booze? Do you think?
3: But, um, it, a bit of it lager, a bit of it food. Um, I don't go to the, um, so I'm trying to go to the gym more. But the problem is, at this time of year, because I'm a comedian, I'm doing gigs all around the place. So it's hard to fit it in. Mm. And then, um, so I'm trying to eat better. But then you do gigs. You, think, you know what? I've earned a flipping pint here, so I have a pint, <laughs> and then. Obviously, I don't just have one, so then uh, I haven't got a problem or anything. But uh, the problem is, sorry, I haven't got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that it's summertime, so every day you're like, this is barbecue day, this yeah. is beer garden day, this is happy day. Mm. So, uh, and we I'm know struggling. what we do on happy day: we what, drink alcohol. What I need to do is find a way of not wanting lager. That's what I need okay. for my long-term health. Yeah, and just solutions going forward. You should talk to, to Frank not...
1: Skinner, who hosts this show. <laughs>
3: Well,
1: yes, he's found a way of not wanting lager. Just wake up on a central reservation in Birmingham a few times in a row. It might be a deterrent. Drink Um,
2: drink Castlemain Forex. But I don't get that (laughs)
1: straight. I don't get that. Just just absolute radio has nothing against (laughs) Castlemain Forex. You see, I drunk lager for many years. Frank's Frank's gonna go mental. I mean, he's only been out the studio not long, and we're already talking about beer and there's praise flying around i feel let's, quite scared uh, let's,
2: let's go hard on the anti-catholicism <laughs> <then>.
1: <laughs> but i spent um a few years as a student yeah. and i don't lager all the time
3: i drank lager all the time <laughs> i just
1: didn't eat anything
0: this is frank skinner absolute radio
1: i can hear feedback
3: um, mine's on flight mode.
1: Okay. So, can someone turn their phone off, please? It's mine. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I apologise, but that's not the first time that's happened, and it won't be the last. We're talking this morning on Absolute Radio about Matt Ford's diet. So, mm-hmm. so Matt,
2: let's let's get. Do you drink pints? Yes, because that's that's the first thing I did when I was when I was first aware was switching to bottles. Okay. Could you, could you do that? Because there are certain people I know who, for whom that would be like the ultimate in in, in demasculation.
3: It just the thing is, I drink, uh, qu- I do everything quite quickly. Mm. Well, most things are quite quickly. Um, so I eat quite quickly. <laughs> I'm sort <laughs> of touting for business I'm there. On the move quite Matt Ford
1: is still single,
3: ladies. I walk fast, I drink fast, I eat fast. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm a fast guy. Yes, you are quite fast. <laughs> <quite laughs> <good. laughs> I just do a lot of fast stuff. So I'm, I, I think i am s- a slight impatience about me from birth. And a bottle would just disappear. Have you and got I, that ADHD reply, thing? Not quite. Not quite. Okay. A little bit. I think it's an excuse, isn't it? I just think I'm a bit. I just. I'm just. I'm just a fast guy. Like I say. <laughs> I like
1: you say fast guy. It sounds a bit today. less medical. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just a fast guy. i found, so, I've so, got ADHD, medication. would you
2: slow you up? Could you drink Guinness? Would that, would that slow you up a bit? Um, I, I'm a <laughs> Why age are you now? advocating
1: love... that he swaps? Alcohol instead of just saying maybe just ease up on the booze entirely. You're trying to get him onto.
3: Sort of yeah, less I perilous like Guinness,
2: drugs. Guinness is a nice, you know, a nice slow buzz.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I would drink it fast. I don't want a slow you'd still buzz. Drink it, you'd still drink it slow too fast. Buzz. I don't want a slow buzz. If I want a slow buzz, I'll have a glass of red wine on a Sunday afternoon and then move on to pints. <laughs> <laughs> but I want... I May want...
1: I offer you a piece of advice?
3: Yes, please. Um,
1: I'm a big fan of you, Matt. Cheers, And mate. your musings on Twitter. Yeah. But I, I couldn't help but notice, mm-hmm. virtually every day... Yeah. You make a reference to a lamb madras. Yeah, oh! yeah. There
2: are a lot of curries oh! in your Twitter feed. I think there's a day. Was, you, I, you and Rob Beckett's Twitter feed yeah. are like culinary <laughs> tours of the world. <laughs> late, late night chicken, c- oh. curries.
1: No, but I would say, Steve, the point being here, if you're trying to lose weight, you're going on about l- lager isn't the problem. It's the four lamb madras a day yeah. that might be the problem.
3: I've cut down my lamb madras intake. Have significantly. You? But what I do on Twitter is talk about it in, a, in the hope that talking about it will help me deal with it. Yes. So um, and not, not every time do I tweet about it do I consume one, but I, I, it's just a way of sort of sharing the problem. But it's the best curry ever invented. You love a cousin, don't uh, you? Mm, but the problem is I have sides as well. Rice, garlic, <laughs> nan, onion, bhaji, chicken tikka starter. Do you order Ooh, them on your own
1: or do you and your flatmate order them together?
3: Um, either way. I often eat alone. What w- oh, that sounded awful. Yeah. What but would you, you, be, have you ever been on
2: Saturday Morning Kitchen or whatever? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Can I can never remember. Uh, what, would, what would your
3: uh, nightmare meal be? You know, whether you can
2: choose heaven or, or is it the food heaven or food hell? Oh, nightmare would be um, something
3: like with something. Sorry, with um, Steve gluten-free. Paul, I appreciate
1: you trying to turn this into a smash hits question there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: on Absolute Radio and we have responsibilities. Here's some music.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Oh, I just made a mistake with the faders. It was awful. It was so embarrassing. Daisy looked at me with it barely concealed contempt. Um, this is Absolute Radio, and you're listening to the Frank Skinner Show. But Frank's not here. But I'm here with Steve and Matt. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Um, oh, should we go to Email Corner? Let's go there. Okay, let me find Frank's jingles. Let's see what happens. Um... Email Corner. Oh. <laughs>
3: Oh, René. <laughs> <laughs> You're <a> stupid woman. <laughs> How dare you?
1: Um, that's what a mistake <laughs> to make. <her. laughs> that's what you're getting instead of Email Corner, because I prefer it. Uh, so, go ahead, Steve.
2: We have had an email from Prisoner315. <laughs> lovely. says, Dear team, but mostly Emily. Oh, lovely. I am <laughs> 21 and I'm currently at university. I have a dilemma that I need some help with. Yes. My friend recently broke up with his girlfriend. No drama. It was clear <laughs> they had just lost interest in each other. Oh, the thing is, it I've, happens. The thing is, I've fancied her for ages. Way before my mate even went out with her. Filthy creep. I get the impression she might like me too. What do I do? Oh. And he's provided some multiple choice options Oh,
1: here. lovely. A. Maths and romance.
2: <laughs> ask his permission to ask her out with the risk of him saying no. OK. B. Wait until we all finish uni, about four weeks, and then ask her but run the risk of her getting snapped up in the meantime. <laughs> that never or happens. C. Just ask her and hope my mate will be all right with it. Please help.
1: Oh, well, prisoner. Um... <laughs> One of my friends once informed me, if there's no ring on the finger, the gloves are off. So I say, go for it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Matt Ford? The problem I have is that, obviously, if, it, it depends how well, how good a friend he is to his friend, because you have to, in, a, in an emotional situation like this, think honestly how would each individual person feel. Very measured from Matt Ford this morning on Absolute Radio. What is the collateral damage? How bad would your friend feel and, you know, how would you feel if that was done to you? Hmm. On the other hand, this guy is (laughs) randy as hell and he's ready to pop and I say, get in there, mate. You go, mate, because you know what? You regret the things in life that you don't do more than the things that you do and I think you need to make a date with Destiny and if she turns you down, ask her mate. Yeah, Yeah, she's not in that band anymore. Um, Do
1: you know what? I think that's lovely advice, Matt Ford. If colossal absolutely irresponsible uh, steve hall my advice is uh, he says
2: they're all finishing uni in about four weeks time so you should concentrate on your finals <laughs> young man there are more important
3: things in life
1: <laughs> also you can't get angry if it's your leftovers i appreciate that leftovers <laughs> no i don't i'm not speaking about the girl in this way okay. but i'm saying that you know the, the relationship itself yeah. is over isn't it so Clean well, your plate don't be greedy
2: well, it's tricky because the, the fact that he's used the phrase I fancied her way before my mate even went out with her so it's like his <laughs> eyes have bagsied her <laughs> That's, there's
3: something simmering underneath there
2: there is a subtext to this email yeah, that we have not been brought exactly. into exactly I think him and his mate have got some unresolved issues I think they're going to end up going out go yeah. out with your mate <gasps> yeah
1: so there you have it prisoner 315 <laughs> uh, we look forward yeah. to an invitation the, the only to... prisoner
2: he, he's a prisoner of the closet <laughs>
1: extraordinary things going on this morning on absolute radio please invite us to the uh, civil partnership celebration
0: you're listening to the frank skinner podcast from absolute radio want your frank fix a little sooner listen live every saturday from 8 a.m on absolute radio across the uk on digital radio mobile apps and in london and the southeast on 105.8 fm
4: absolute radio
0: Right,
1: we're still in... Uh, that wasn't a very nice way to begin a link. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're still in Email Corner. Shall I play the proper jingle? Because I feel it's been a bit remiss that I haven't played the proper jingle. Yeah. People, might, people might send in complaints or something. But I'm looking for it, Daisy, and all I can find is the Black Forest, and I don't want to go there right now. Ooh. Email
2: Corner. <gasps> pretty impressive that on a pre-record we can't find the jingle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, to be fair. Um, OK, Matt, yes. please kick us off. Well, not kick us off. This is our second half, isn't it?
3: Yes. Here Continue. Go. Uh, good morning, Frank, Dean and the Cockerel.
1: Well, at least two elements of that are incorrect.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I hope you can help me with a recurring cause of tension in my house. I have a small pile of what I call part-worn clothes on top of the dresser in our bedroom.
1: Oh yes.
3: These are clothes I've only worn for a few hours after work or before getting changed to go out. Yes. My wife says that either they are clean in which case they belong in a wardrobe <laughs> or they're dirty in which case they belong in the laundry basket. <laughs> I, however, argue they are neither. Yes, and as such, I and as such have no place with me in the newly laundered or soon to be laundered clothes. Perhaps one? Emily could advise me oh. if I should continue this practice, or if, in fact, my wife is correct, as she informs me, is the norm. Longtime listener and faithful servant, Harry Fodirchi.
1: I wonder if that's his real name. I've only um, just—it's
2: it's taken you saying it out loud for me to understand the pun that he was doing with his yeah. name. <laughs> <when he was laughs> Spelt
1: <laughs> it. Now, I'm so pleased you wrote in, Harry, even though I feel fairly confident that's not your name.
2: Mr.
3: Federci.
1: Yes. Um, You are so right. Part... Is it part-worn clothes?
3: Part-worn clothes,
2: yes.
1: Part-worn clothes. They are totally their own entity. I, um...
2: It's sort of, are they dead or alive? They're kind of a (laughs) Schrodinger's cravat.
1: (laughs) I have, um... An ecosystem in my <laughs> in my room of part worn clothes. And what I've done with them, they go in the white wicker basket. Everyone
3: knows that. I've got a white wicker basket. Oh There's a laundry basket. Oh, let's talk. Linen lined
1: <laughs> Yes. Ew
3: <laughs> Got a moth in it. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. No. I a lot of, I've got a lot of moths in my laundry basket.
1: Steve, you can't just join in this conversation just because you've got moths in your house. <laughs> We've got the same laundry basket. You can't just say, oh, I've got moths Feel too. Feel free,
2: carry on your sordid little basket, <laughs> Trist.
1: I happen to love our wicker baskets. Yeah. Um, so what they are, it's no man's land. It's, it's a Christmas Day armistice, that area is what I'm calling it, the wicker basket. Do you put partially worn clothes in your wicker basket?
3: No. no. What worn do you put in
1: your wicker basket?
3: Things to be washed. Oh. The back of the chair... Is for part worn clothes.
1: Oh, it's not an office chair, is it?
3: It's an office chair. So oh, economic. Matt, for. It's effectively a triage system you've <laughs> got for clothes. But yes, they, they will go on the back of the chair.
1: And, and, how, and how large will the ecosystem on the back of the chair get before yeah. you attack it?
3: Uh, five, six, maybe eight Eight pieces. layers. Right. Yeah, pieces. Just, you know, a, jeans, for instance, would go on there because you don't wash jeans immediately, do you? Uh, maybe a light jacket, a wind cheater, there, a couple of threads. Sorry, Alan Partridge appears yeah, walked yeah. into
1: the studio. A wind cheater. Yeah, so it's
3: a light, thin jacket that isn't waterproof, <laughs> but looks like it is. So, <laughs> yeah. Known as a wind yeah. cheater.
1: Okay. Would you put a shirt across there? Let's say you were doing a corporate, Matt Ford.
3: Shirts are immediately in the laundry basket. I have such a high body temperature, I can't wear the same shirt twice. <laughs> <laughs> What D- about de- you, Steve
2: Hall? Well, I'm mean, similar to Fordy. I, I would. it's If they pass the sniff, you test. you have the love
1: of a good woman, though. So I suspect. <laughs> I do have she's... The, yeah,
2: the sniff test is key, mm. and and it's more. Have you worn them with deodorant or antiperspirant? <laughs> if you've worn it with antiperspirant, <laughs> oh, it's probably got another God. day in it. Yeah. Deodorant in it is straight in the <laughs> basket. Definitely.
1: This is the most disgusting conversation we've we ever Spanx? had.
2: On <laughs> absolute radio. Have I received them from <laughs> Victoria Beckham? These were the, here. Uh,
1: i don't know what to say <laughs> i think i think i'm just going to talk to matt about our laundry basket which we've bonded over hey i've got moths absolute.
0: absolute absolute radio frank skinner on absolute radio
1: this is absolute radio oh, i'm not doing all that um we need to talk about jamie Naughty Jamie Lang. I don't know if you're familiar with the work of Jamie Lang, Matt Ford and Steve Hall. I, I he's, had never
2: heard of him until this week. Well,
1: okay. he's a character in the structured reality show Are you familiar <laughs> with Maiden Chelsea?
3: Yes. I am indeed.
1: It's people who have sort of cars instead of souls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
1: pretty much it. They're lovely people, they just forgot to get souls. It happens. Car souls. Yes. <laughs> and they call each other mate in that very awkward way posh people do.
2: Mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh hi mate. Oh, it's so you random. I had some top quality band.
1: <laughs> Look, mate. You're so punching mate. That's how they talk to each other. But he um I mean, he's heir to the McPitties fortune.
2: Did he you is, know he's
3: yeah, great crumbling empire. <laughs> <laughs> his great-great-grandfather
2: invented the jaffa cake apparently if only his dad had been a jaffa. This guy
3: is <laughs> this guy's a living campaign for increased inheritance tax. <laughs> yes. He... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well what happened? He was on the phone on a train. What on earth was he doing on a train in the first place? I well, find was, quite shocking. Yeah. I bet he said when it pulled out the station, I bet he went, oh, my God, it's moving. What the hell's <laughs> happening, mate? So <laughs> like when I got on a horse, I said that for the first time. I went, oh, my God, it's moving. She's um,
2: called in a Peterborough,
3: so random.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he got... What happened? He was going to DJ in Huddersfield.
3: That was a gig, wasn't DJ, it? DJ, come on. <laughs> Come on, these people don't really DJ, do they? What do they do? It's not like Carl Cox at Pasha, is it? <laughs> he's, he's there with a mega-mix tape. He could go for a legal yeah, operator and yeah. no-one would notice he was gone.
2: I really, I forgot my Shine compilation, I'm in
3: trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's he's just he's a public appearance dressed up as a DJ set. We're not fools, mate. If you talk on The Quiet Coach, you deserve to get tasered. <laughs> on the way to do a DJ gig.
1: Well, he this was, um... It wasn't Nebworth, let's like, be fair, which we were
3: talking about earlier. <sighs> Nothing ever but,
1: is. you know everyone's everyone's got to pay the mortgage oh no they don't in <laughs> his case um but he was turfed off the train wasn't he was it this at peterborough because he was talking so loudly on his phone and he refused to cease and desist
3: cease and desist
2: <laughs> and then refused to give his personal details as well yes can which you are imagine? Are fairly yeah. easy
3: to find yeah. i imagine yeah yeah
1: <laughs> but it's pretty it's pretty mean making well, it offer, off at peterborough
3: well, no absolutely not it's not mean enough <laughs> well, it's quite nice no, it's quite I'm,
2: Pleased that he got his comeuppance because he's such a. Every interview he's given, he doesn't. There's no humility there. He, he says he wants to be the Willy Wonka or Hugh Hefner of Chelsea. <laughs> it's kind of a combo because people look at him and go Hugh Wonka.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but do you think? I mean, how do you respond to people talking on on phones? Are you a talker?
2: Do you mean? Are we saying in the quiet carriage or in general?
1: I think in anywhere. I think.
2: A loud talker in public, because, you know, sometimes it might be bad reception, so you've got to yeah. try and give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. If it's on a quiet carriage, they deserve every punishment known to humanity.
3: Wow. Yeah, I'm really quite against it. And I do intervene. I say, excuse me. Do you? It's called the quiet coach. My mate. Do you? I can
1: so imagine you doing that, Matt, Ford. a real. You're very citizens' arrest. Oh, very much so. Yes.
3: How do you say it? I say, excuse me, you've got headphones to that, mate. Quiet coach. <laughs> and do you use mate? Yeah, I'll try and be as yep. friendly as possible, yep. but firm with these yes. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a mate of mine uh, got into... It was really funny. He was on the quiet coach, and these people were making noise at the other end. And yeah. as the ticket inspector came down, he said, Excuse me, mate, I don't want to cause a fuss, <laughs> but the people at the other end of the carriage, it's the quiet coach. So, would you mind asking him to be quiet? He said, Oh, not at all. So he sits down. The guy goes to the other end of the coach. He goes, Excuse me, lads, that guy down there's just complaining <laughs> <making noise." laughs> Do you know I love
1: that man?
0: <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner.
3: On Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute
2: Radio. Uh, Jamie Lang, quiet carriage menace. Uh, after, <laughs> uh, after I so
1: I- hope he gets business cards with <laughs> that printed on it.
2: After his arrest, he tweeted uh, and said, "Yesterday was up there with one of the worst experiences I've had. You really? can only appreciate the." What good. about when
1: they? What about when they physically removed his soul at birth? That was traumatic.
2: Well, you said you can only appreciate the good when you've experienced the bad. Now, someone like Stuart Pearce has the right to tweet something like that. He has been through hardship. Katie Holmes has earned the right to tweet that sort of thing. But... Being incredibly rude on a train and then, and then being understandably <laughs> ejected for refusing to stop. That's not some great... There's no wisdom from this kid.
1: I love an understandable ejection.
2: That's, it would all be solved if we renamed quiet carriages silent carriages. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that would... Yeah. Uh, because quiet, there's too much too much leeway.
1: But you see, I, I sympathise and agree with all you say and um, respect your right to say it. <laughs> However... I am aware that whenever I get on public transport, it does happen sometimes. Um, people get up and move away from me. It happens to me so regularly on trains because I'm, I'm a loud talker. If I'm with friends, they get up and move away and they go Oh And often I'm on the phone talking loudly about famous people.
2: I think that's the it's, it's the it's the envy. I can't. I couldn't. It's the, the, the thought of you chatting to Gary Lineker would, would I'd be too envious.
1: What gar? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you meet me at nursery.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he forgot to buy me a birthday cake. Um, yes, I know. I, I know. That's what I that. think it might inspire. Why are you saying that? I can't believe you do that. I do what? It's really quite
3: upsetting that you're but, one of those people. But do you do it on quiet carriages? That's the, the, that's, that's
1: the key.
2: Yeah, that's the key. No, I
1: don't do it on quiet yeah. carriages. I do it in my. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't be seen dead on the
2: train. I imagine you'd be chauffeured. <laughs> Another great all Samuel incredible. L. Jackson movie. <laughs> um,
1: no, I've got on the train. Yes. <laughs> the, dr- the driver's got to have a holiday occasionally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I feel a little bit sorry for him. I have to be honest because I think he was made an example of. Don't Good. you?
3: Yes, and he deserves to be. If you are guilty, you don't <laughs> carp about the punishment meeting. That to the other thing people. You take it Br- on the chin, like yeah. the shallow man you are. Yeah. The okay, British more way. from Someone George complains. Galloway
1: in a minute. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, Steve. Hall
2: Someone complains in the quiet carriage. The British thing to do is go. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. And it's and that's that. whereas to refuse to yeah. stand your ground in oh. this horrific way?
1: Let's let's find him.
2: Let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. to Chelsea.
3: Let's. He's probably still at Peterborough okay. Station. I'm
1: off to get some flaming torches.
0: <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
1: Good morning. You're listening to Absolute Radio. I'm Emily Dean. I'm standing in for the fragrant Frank Skinner this morning. Um, he's off. He's gone off to spend more time with his family, which I can't say because it makes it sound like he's lefty senders or he's a disgraced MP, but he's not. Um, he's just taking a couple of weeks off. Uh, we are not live this morning, unfortunately, fortunately for us, but uh, it means you can't text us, but you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the radio. And I'm joined by Matt Ford and I'm joined by Steve Hall. Hello, Hello boys. Good
3: morning. Hi, hi, hi.
1: Oh, I like that. I sounded quite needy. <laughs> oh, you know what I haven't talked to you about? What about the puppet show?
2: Ooh. Oh, the puppet show. What puppet show? What puppet show?
1: Well, you know I went to the BAFTAs.
2: Yes. I also went That's to a no puppet show. That's no way sh- to refer to Anton Deck.
1: <laughs> 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 I also went to a puppet show.
4: Ooh.
1: Um, I'm not generally a fan of puppet shows, mainly because I own property. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I decided to take my three-year-old niece, Bertie, she she loved the puppet show um it wasn't a very good one though oh, I t- i'll tell you what worried me it was in highgate village lovely part of uh, north london right. i was a bit alarmed by the scenery it was essentially a cardboard box okay so and it was painted brown and if there's one thing i hate it's painted cardboard Okay. Do you know that? It sort of congeals and it just reminds yeah. me of primary school and yeah. I always felt far too mature. It's quite a
2: specific hate for if there's one thing <laughs> I hate. But, no, uh... but
1: it reminds me of being at primary school and thinking I should be wearing heels and having a drink. Actually, <laughs> I always felt that. Honestly, really? I felt like, I just don't belong here. I'm too mature for these people. Um, I think a lot of homeless people feel the same <laughs> way about cardboard. <laughs> the puppeteer, she was a sort of Miriam Margolis type. Do you know what I mean by that?
3: Absolutely not. Yeah. Was, okay. it, was it Miriam Margolis? No.
1: She was a formidable middle-aged woman.
3: She Anne had, Robinson.
1: She no, more curly hair. Nursey from Blackadder. Okay, now you're just reaching. I'll tell you what. So she had a waistcoat on with multicolored jelly babies on it. Ooh. Slight clown trousers. Kooky. She was kooky. She was a self-styled sort of colorful character. But she's
3: really kooky, yeah. not fake kooky. Mid- no, she's really kooky. She's not walking around wearing a T-shirt that says geek. <laughs> she's, she's full on lost it. Midway through, <laughs> midway through HRT. <laughs> She's gone full quackers. (laughs) She's out there. She wasn't even in charge.
1: (laughs) She started off by saying, OK, children. It's a bit common. "Um, Don't come and touch the puppets during the show. Strange emphasis as well. During the (laughs) show, because they don't like it. They get sad if you try and touch them. Okay?
2: Shades of Joe Beasley and Cheeky Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch it.
1: Of course, when you say that to a child, all they hear is yellow line. So Bertie goes running across the yellow line. She didn't like it. Um, so then the play itself began. I will give you the dramatis person I. There's a hedgehog that's frankly seen better days. Matted hair. Oh,
0: paints dear. chipping
1: off. A chipmunk. He wasn't in a great condition. <laughs> And then she starts singing the Hokey Cokey. Now, to me, the lyrics of the Hokey Cokey are quite straightforward. Yes. She sings, oh, the Hokey Cokey, Hokey Cokey. That's not right (laughs) for a (laughs) start. Oh, the Hokey Cokey, Hokey Cokey. Are you, said... sure, are
2: you sure this was an actual attraction and you haven't just stumbled upon the bag lady and round the corner is the actual show? You've just been laughing at someone with slight mental issues.
1: That mound me up so much. It's not PA Jesu. It's very straightforward, the hokey cokey. It's, oh, do the hokey cokey. Is oh, that right? That is oh, one of The hokey
2: cokey cokey. It's one no, of the things they say wrong. about the hokey cokey, it's not PA Okay, that's, Can that's... we just.
1: It's Steve. Well... How would you. You leave it. Steve, how would you sing the hokey cokey?
2: Oh, the hokey cokey.
1: Sorry, why have you sung it like some strange Tony Hadley ballad?
2: (laughs) Oh,
4: the hokey cokey. You put your left leg in, your left leg out. Yeah.
1: This is turning into a really disgusting song now, and I don't wish to hear any more of it. No, but would you not sing? Anyway, we we, we won't continue to analyse the hokey cokey, but can we establish she did get it wrong?
3: yes Uh, yes but i think you've got it wrong as well
1: i don't think i have you're
3: part of the problem (laughs) (laughs) that's what it's all about
1: (laughs) i'm going off to vomit now
0: frank frank skinner on absolute radio absolute radio
1: okay so we're at the puppet show in north london there's a woman in a brightly colored waistcoat singing, oh, the hokey-cokey, hokey-cokey, which Matt Ford seems to think is the correct way no, to sing it. No, no, no,
3: no, no. It. Oh, She's got it wrong. OK. She's saying, oh, the hokey-cokey, hokey-cokey. That's wrong. It's, yeah. oh, the hokey-cokey-cokey. Cokey. Yeah, that's what I think And Daisy
1: is. and I would sing, Daisy, the hokey. oh, the hokey-cokey, yeah.
3: do, oh, hokey,
2: do the hokey-cokey. Do <laughs> the hokey-cokey.
3: What's yeah. wrong with that? Well, you don't need to be instructed. People, the, the rules are laid <laughs> yeah. out in the song.
2: Am not... I right? You did the hokey-cokey a lot in the 90s. <laughs>
3: I, I asked for it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just saying I did used to ask for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I lost confidence in her immediately if she yeah. couldn't even get the hokey-cokey well, right.
3: Authority was in question. Yeah,
1: it was. So then things took a turn for the rather strange. <laughs> so this hedgehog character, he seemed a bit questionable with the chip paint face. He suddenly produces a green bottle. <laughs> And all these three rolls are sitting round and the hedgehog says, I wrote the dialogue down, I have it here. He says, I love this drink, it's called Martel Cognac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking, (laughs) that's what he said. He went, glug, 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 glug. Mmm, I think it's like an apple juice. (laughs) Oh, my God. I couldn't. It was was like nil by mouth or something. (laughs) (laughs) What on earth is going on? It's
2: one of the most terrifying and yet most high-gate things I've heard (laughs) in some time.
1: The hedgehog, he continues to drink it. He then, he has a bad reaction. He says to the chipmunk with the matted hair, (laughs) Oh, Sophie, this isn't a children's drink. It hurts your throat. Sophie, the disturbing chipmunk. She then says, I want some, but I don't want to be sick. I'm sick of clearing up your sick. That was really Gary Oldman, wow. wasn't it? Wow. It, was, it was turning into this. All the children were going, Aah. It was dark. Yeah. I if, mean, it was really Beatrix dark.
2: Beatrix Potter had written
1: Trainspotting. <laughs> yeah. Some auntie bear walked in. There were too many characters. Yeah. It was just too complicated. It was all going George R R Martin. <laughs> um, the bear walked in. She got a right cob on. She yeah. said, and this was the moral of the okay. story. She said, never drink your mummy and daddy's best brandy.
3: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> specifically, based, the brandy, yeah. based <laughs> on personal experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course,
1: but. Yeah. Don't worry about the vodka or the yeah, champagne. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from the brandy. See, sometimes you
3: get comedians who will take their day's experience on stage with them. So sometimes they'll go, look, I've been dumped. And they really have been dumped mm. that day. And they try and work it into material on stage. And it yeah. goes, I've never known a children's puppeteer <laughs> <laughs> take, take <laughs> <laughs> a household issues to the stage before. Waking so up incredible. in the morning, where's all that martellion? <laughs> <laughs> right. Those kids are going to get it. Have you have I'm you got to write one? a new story? You're in my next play, you <laughs> watch, sure
1: well have she turned into ray winston the puppeteer also yeah. do you think she was um sponsored by Martell? see i thought there might be product placement going yeah, on it's a bit dodgy from, they've moved
2: on from didn't they used to do the grand national so they've moved on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have, you, have either of you ever worked with puppets
1: no no have you
2: i, d- I did once uh i, I occasionally How was it? I, it was really good I, No, but I, I used
1: to know jim henson
2: that's a that's a pretty okay, good. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh,
1: I I was talking about that only the other day in the quiet carriage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you are a muppet for doing it. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was I was I played a character on CBBC a few times in the, no in, the, in, the, in, the in the broom cupboard. What? Uh, so I got to interact what? with Outshow the cactus, and I, I think Outshow the cactus is absolutely fantastic. One of the greatest puppets in the history of children's telly. Was what was a...
1: Can I ask what your character was? I... Were you wearing that shirt, and was it Steve the serial yeah, yeah, killer? It
2: was, I was a BBC standards officer, and the name I was given... May I, may I
1: just say you haven't been doing a very good job? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it was good. The name of the character was—I uh, was called Rusty B Sticky Pants. This is completely true. I was given that name by by Children's BBC, and I was I was analysing the standards at the BBC. Then, unfortunately, real life intervened, and they had to drop that character fairly quickly.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, how were the standards for you? <laughs> um, just right. This
0: is Frank Skinner. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Oh, it's cold in this studio. It's like Shackleton. <laughs> Freezing. Um, Steve. Hello. I need to talk to you about your move. Haven't yes, you moved indeed. house recently? I have
2: just this weekend because mm. uh, we are now uh, less than three weeks away from our, our small child wow. hitting the shops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we, we needed to move. We were renting a one bed. Oh, I'd like to, to get
1: one of those, but I forgot. <laughs>
2: So we just wanted a, an extra room to rent for the uh, for the small arrival.
1: An extra um, room to rent, what like a sort of stable or something?
2: Yeah, yeah, we're a bit like we consider ourselves very much a Mary and Joseph. Yes. So so we moved flat, and and I we haven't moved. we've been in the place we've been in for for four years. Oh, well, you've um, built up
1: quite a few um, Matt Ford uh, part worn clothes on the yes. on the old chair. Yeah,
2: it's uh, it was just brutal moving house is always you know they say it's one of the most stressful things anyone can do, mm. and this is our first proper big move. Uh, where well, we, have, we have more stuff than we need. Uh, and it's just brutal. There are so many aspects of the movie. We were moving 400 yards down the road, uh, and I cried more in a weekend than I've <laughs> cried in the previous three years. <laughs> where they were, t- Thank God, there were these two huge Bulgarian removals men who, who saved the day. And do want to give them my number? <laughs> they were very... Yeah, I will happily do that. They're good-looking mm. fellas. One of them was a, a policeman in Bulgaria for eight years, uh, he was telling me, before he... Uh, Got struck off.
1: (laughs) 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 Not incarcerated. But I love it's removals, man.
2: Yeah. Well, they're they're, and they're, they're patronising me by giving me stuff to carry, and it's like mm. I can barely carry one box, and they're carrying three boxes just <laughs> effortlessly, but looking at me like, never fear, puny human, we've got this sorted.
1: <laughs> oh, the they're, they're horny-handed sons of toil, they know what they're doing. But,
2: but my wife decided before we moved that um, the thing that was most important to do in order to get our deposit back was that I had to do the weeding in our back garden. That, that, right. was, that rather than tidying the house or cleaning things or making sure that there was no broken glass yeah. or anything like that. So, on at as the sun went down on Saturday night, the hottest oh, day I'll of the year, monkeys. I, <laughs> I, had, I had to do the weeding and it's the only time I shirtless? lost my temper, uh, if only. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's say shirtless mm. just because you hate this shirt so much <laughs> that <laughs> the, uh, the thought of my naked torso would be less appalling to you. And it was the only argument we had for the whole move was that she was going, you've got to finish the weeding. And I said, they don't care about the garden. We're not entering it into the Chelsea flower show.
1: Oh. <laughs> and how does she respond? And she, she,
2: we had a half an hour away from each other, and I apologise. That's, that's a
1: sensible, mature response.
2: It was, But it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing, trying to, trying to fit everything into your flat when you've got more stuff than you need. So mm. it's like a game of Tetris mm. that reminds you how disgustingly middle class you've
3: become. <laughs> And the long to... piece,
1: sometimes that comes along though. Yeah, and...
3: yeah. It was just so many, the things, so many piece. DVDs. The long piece
1: in Tetris.
3: Oh, I thought that was an. I thought that was some sort of posh piece of furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the long piece. Yeah. Like even in the second. I don't mean war. to brag. We had a lot of problems <laughs> getting
2: my long piece. <laughs> it, <they> in. <laughs> even the Bulgarian oh, removal men couldn't, <laughs> couldn't deal with that.
1: I love the idea of a long piece being a posh, posh piece of furniture. Mm. I'm going to fool people and see if they pretend they know what that is. Haven't you got a long piece? Could you just shove this over the long piece, please? (laughs) Um, Of course, I'm going to incorporate that into my everyday speech all the time. Um, Did you find, because I always find when I move, I say like I do it a lot, I don't Uh do it that often, but relationships break up. Um, We've all been there. You're the
2: littlest hobo of NW3.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I have a very lovely property, how dare you? Um, But I find it very disappointing, because everything's wrapped up, and then it's mugs. It's just a series of mugs that you have to unwrap. Yeah. It's like the worst Christmas ever. Yeah,
2: it's a really depressing game of past the parcel. It's all awful, is Rediscovering it? your own stuff.
1: Don't you hate that bit when you can't, you feel excited because it's all wrapped up and it looks all exciting?
3: you yeah, don't wrap it up like with sellotape and posh wrapping paper, do you? it's just in <laughs> oh, I insist that they newspaper. do. Yeah,
1: no, I insist on on liberties. <laughs> flock, <laughs> flock
3: print uh, wallpaper wrapping. wrapping. down
2: The thing bit. that made me angry was my wife made me carry this this huge heavy bucket of freezer stuff, and mm. the heaviest thing in the freezer was a a, a bunch of carrot soup that. She'd made, and yeah. she only wanted to to thaw it out to throw away. So I, I just keep out. it up Yeah, mm. it was frustrating. I'm sure <laughs> she, if she was here, she would be moaning about the many things I got wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry, darling. I love you.
1: <laughs> well, so, don't turn this into your your own personal agony column, please. <laughs> it's not appropriate. Um, I do think when they leave the stuff though, this is what I hate about removals men. Don't you hate it that they they basically leave everything and then they just go. Yeah. It's like they've gone to the bathroom on the carpet and then just left you to clear up the mess. <laughs> well,
3: that's their job. <laughs> that's exactly. That's the perfect analogy.
1: <laughs> that, is it, that's what they do, well, Matt, It'd Ford. be like
3: you, if, it'd be like if they placed your um, bathroom stuff on the toilet. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> 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 no, because if you want them to, then this, unpack this it costs more money. They, they, that's more they, money. They, yeah, they They're removal men. They're not unpacking men. They're not unpacking men, are they? Well, I'm just saying,
1: there's ways of paying.
0: You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM.
3: Absolute Radio
1: talking about moving house this morning on absolute radio steve hall we've established that um you do the weeding and stand outside in the garden with your top off
2: a <laughs> bit like a really low rent diet coke ad yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> diet panda pops yeah.
1: i get men to help yeah um matt ford What's my, your
3: moving style? My moving style will change from now on. Oh, why? Because the last time I moved, I was hungover, and that was a bad oh. start. So <laughs> I, was lea- I was moving house, yeah. um, I was, um, and I'd hired a guy mm. off the internet to come and I'd <laughs> packed it all. I'd packed it what, all. What, was this, you in a relationship with him? or? No, no, no. I was moving back to Surbiton, right? And okay. I was moving from Tottenham to Surbiton, which okay. in is from North London to quite South
1: London. Yeah.
3: Right. Uh, paid by the hour. Um, I'd packed everything up, and then I just needed it. Where did you find him? Tinder? No! (laughs) Grinder. I got him off the the internet, right? Um, Now, the problem was, I was badly hungover. I'd got myself a two-litre bottle of water and some mints to sort of keep my mouth fresh. Yeah, because that always really disguises it well. Well, I didn't care what he thought. Okay, I just was for my own to stop (laughs) myself from puking, right? (laughs) We get in this van. He puts the windows up. It's a really hot day. So,
1: hang on. So, the guy you've met off the internet, you get, get in a van with him?
3: Yeah. It's a really hot day, and he puts the windows up, and start smoking roll ups, right? So, in this oh. van that's bouncing around, going over speed humps all over the place, yeah. I <laughs> just wind the window down. I was like, oh, and like holding onto the bottle, just trying to think. Of, of what, one of my things when I'm trying desperately not to puke is I think of quite calming water scenes. So, with the waterfall from the start of Emmerdale. Yes. Oh, or, that's a or good maybe tip. A serene pond. Any,
1: um, Any drunks out there? You might want to bear that in yeah, mind. Yeah, and it
3: works. It just—it's a calming influence on me, and I find it works. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm clutching this water. He sparks up. I was like, oh, mate. He then does the windows up and puts the heating on full blast. <laughs> 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 I've got a, an hour and a half in this cabin with this guy, and I at one point, wind the window down and said, "I'm just gonna have the window open." Mm. And he went, "Window closed." Is that what oh, he yeah. said? Yeah, it was wow. like, oh God! No! So, uh, stuck in this did cabin. He, sorry,
1: can I establish? Um, yeah. Firstly, was this um, yeah, that's Agent Dimitri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secondly, when he said window closed, was yeah. he saying
3: it is currently closed, or did he mean it, it's stuck? He, he meant, listen, mate, oh. close that window. Oh, this really? Is the cabin. That's what he meant by that. Oh. So I got unpacked all my stuff, and then I'm, I've moved in with four people I had never really met before. So these are my new housemates. Mm. I said, who wants to go for a Sunday roast? I had a Sunday roast and immediately had to leave the table because the effects of that cabin <laughs> had... <laughs> and I'd, I'd stopped thinking about waterfalls as well. Oh. So I went... Uh, I had to then... Were well, um, things
1: perilous down below? Oh, uh, upstairs. Oh, OK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> top floor window. Window wa- <laughs> Window. wound down. You know, yeah, what, yeah, you yeah, know yeah.
4: what you
1: needed? Long piece.
0: This is Frank Skinner. Absolute
1: Radio. So... We need to talk about filthy creeps on Absolute Radio this morning.
2: What are you trying to say?
1: Uh, we need to talk about filthy creeps. <laughs> it turns out we're a nation of them. Did you read the story? There's a survey. I love a survey. Yeah. I love a survey that Boffin's put together. <laughs> and it said, I mean, it had some extraordinary information in there. It said, um, oh, I swallowed a bit loudly then. I didn't like that. Uh, one in ten people, it was about our habits around the house. Yeah.
3: Right. No, that's not what I'm... I'm talking was, about filthy queens. I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to be strong. It's, it's myself, very difficult.
2: Two comedians. <laughs> you, you said a thing. <laughs> We're on air at a certain time of day where there is no response that we can give to what you just said <laughs> yeah. that would be uh, acceptable by Ofcom. The yeah. producers... It might be acceptable on Foobar, but not on <laughs> Absolute.
1: <laughs> the producer's got a lovely smile on her beautiful face. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. um, called you beautiful. It's quite nice, wasn't it? Uh, So one in ten people admit to reusing their lunch plate for their dinner. Just so... Are you from the north, Matt? Because just FYI, same thing, all counts the same. Just so you're aware, dinner is an evening meal.
3: No, it's not. That's why they're (laughs) called dinner ladies.
1: (laughs) Um, No, they're not. They're called staff.
3: (laughs) Um, So
1: people use their lunch plate for dinner, these people. They reuse it. That's easy for you because you just have lamb madras (laughs) 24-7, don't you? That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard though. Have you guys either of you ever done that?
3: Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Of
2: course. It's Sorry, eff-
3: there's it's no efficiency. Ob- yeah. What? It's good for the environment.
1: There's no yeah. of course about it. I've never done that in all of my my years. I mean, not if, you've had, <laughs> if,
3: if what you've had. <laughs> thanks for saying.
2: <laughs> <me, Matt. laughs> what you've had your lunch, and if you've had a messy lunch, then then you'd give it a wash. But yeah. if
3: there's no, Matt obvious... Ford always has
1: a messy lunch.
3: I don't. I'll tell you now. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm eating a lot of salads at the moment.
1: Oh, it's very 70s approach to dieting. I love that. Oh, I thought I had a salad. Oh, but Lovely, they're... I'll be losing the weight with this salad.
3: Oh, but Just I pass
1: have that to... mayo over.
3: Oh, you've, sort of...
2: you, <laughs> you've relocated Matt to Yorkshire from <laughs> yeah, the East yeah. Midlands
3: <laughs> I have, um, uh, it's quite a bulky salad actually, it leaves me exhausted. I have <laughs> tomatoes, rocket, spinach, carrot. <laughs> the exhausting carrot. salad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when yeah, when yeah, we've I've been in writer's
2: rooms, you, some of the salads you've
3: eaten in writer's rooms are works of art. Yeah, huge, really? huge things. So I have tomatoes, rocket, spinach, spring onions... Uh, grated cheese, grated carrot, shredded beetroot,
1: and then you go and spoil it all by doing something stupid <laughs> like eating carbs.
3: <laughs> and then I go spoil
2: it.
1: Do you not know that remix? By doing something stupid
2: like five lammer drafts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, that disgusted me. That plate thing. I don't want to speak of it. Let's Makes not speak sense. of it again. Um, <laughs> there was another thing they did. Seventy percent of people are happy eating food off the floor. That's just drunks, isn't are we, it? Are we saying are, How, we, are we
2: giving that a, a number of seconds rule? You know, five, yeah, five second rule. Oh yeah, the old five yeah. minute rule. Yeah, I've never yeah.
1: done that. M- yeah. Maybe a stray half a, half
2: a day rule, if you <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a stray bacon rasher once or twice, maybe, if I was drunk. A
3: pee. I often have to pick like peas off the floor.
1: Why would you do that? <laughs> how cook, des-
3: how I, desperate are you for the calories? i cook peas. I, I really like peas. And if I drop one, I'll quickly scoop yeah. it up. But uh, this is the thing with stats, right? Yeah. So one okay. in ten people uh, reuse their lunch plate. That means 90% of Britons don't. Oh, yeah. The vast majority of this country behaves itself. And I think that's something we can all be proud of. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it when Matt goes a bit politician. I <laughs> find it quite alluring. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. No, not really.
0: <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on
3: Absolute Radio.
1: We're talking about filthy creeps on Absolute Radio this morning. Specifically, uh, uh, the house habits, shall we say? I saw in, in the survey it of says the British that population,
2: three fifths of the population don't change their bed linen every week.
1: How, where, what about you two?
3: I'd say fortnightly. But I'm not often sleep. Okay, in
1: my bed. never going to happen between me and you. But I'm not often there. Okay, again, well, never going to happen yeah. between me and you. Well, but was, it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> now you're begging. Just give me a. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs>
2: I don't need you. Well, Now that I'm a married man, once a week the sheets are magically changed by oh, some age. Oh, lovely. Angel. But when I was a single man, I, the bet,
1: sheet- they, I bet they were rank. Yeah, well the sheets. The sheets, <laughs> I the don't sheets mean would be rude, but they yeah. were rank. The sheets would guy. get
2: changed if there was a possibility that someone might be sharing them with me. Oh. And as a result, they were changed about once a year.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I've noticed with men? Back in the day, yeah, I don't behave like this anymore. <laughs> but back in the day, when you'd get back and the men would disappear, and then you'd hear them rustling around, they were always changing the sheets. You
3: yeah, have yeah. done that before? <laughs> have yeah. you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We know what you're doing. Fitted yeah. it's sheet. Was invented for men. Yeah, yeah. And it's a. And then they yeah. spray
1: a little Febreze on yeah. it. We change, know all the tricks.
3: Change I've the, the sheets, bit of Febreze, clean it in the sink. <laughs> I've
1: got now.
3: <an> <laughs> well <laughs> just extraordinary just, post. No, but for the for the aroma of the room. Oh yes, okay. It's a three volution Cotton Fresh. <laughs> 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 it's brilliant. It's really good. It's my favorite favorite Airwick scent. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Joss sticks for a while. Um, various different oils. Um, do you reed diffusers? place them on Potpourri. S- where do you stand no. on
1: glade? Um, Plug in freshness.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm using. I use oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Cotton Fresh. Um, I, I like Plug in freshness. I'm not a fan of Potpourri because it gathers dust and uh, you can no. actually clean a bowl full of chippings.
1: What do you? Fi- how do you find the room diffusers? Not a fan.
3: Reed diffusers are useless. One of the worst innovations in room aromatherapy. <laughs> 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 Dreadful. Although I bought my. Come on, that's, pre- that's pretty shot. strong talk. Well, the reeds eroded uh, in the one that I had. That sets up my bedroom <laughs> some sort of gas chamber. What it was was that I bought them from the ninety nine p shop. You didn't. I bought them from the ninety nine p shop. Was it. that because a girl was coming back? No, it's and like, you thought like, like, out. It's like nice smells. Yeah. Oh, S- do you? Something to detract from the smell of the lamb curry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem I have is that my bedroom window is French. Uh, windows, French doors. Whatever oh, you that's call rather it. nice, man. So it opens out into the garden. Oh, you're back in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, and I've got a piano. In open there. into the garden. So I open yeah. it into the garden. Oh, the piano. But it means that I can't just have a window, ajar, when I go out because I'm leaving the flipping door open. Oh, yeah. So during the don't day you, on a hot Don't day, you fear burglars? Well, that's why I don't leave it open. Oh, yeah, okay. That's why I do fear burglars. Yes, I'm a oh. realist. <laughs> I've been burgled before. I've been the victim of attempted burglaries. I, I'm very clear sighted oh, on this issue. I'm sorry,
1: you were the victim of crime. Well, you know, it happens to most people. Uh, that's mm. the
3: problem. If they hear you playing the piano,
2: they know you've got a piano in there. <laughs> uh,
3: oh, oh, damn it. Yeah, that's true. And you
2: play the piano very well. Oh, cheers, mate. Does I, he? I, he does. He does a very good walk yeah, yeah.
1: He may play the piano well, but he does, he changes his sheets fortnightly, and that's a deal. But how, how, often, women...
2: how often would they have to change the sheets? For...
1: Well, I change mine weekly. I say I change mine. Oh, here we go. The staff. Oh, no, not the staff. <laughs> Dora, my but- Bulgarian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she does a lovely
1: job. Um, I'm afraid we're going to have to wrap up now, boys. It's been so nice having you on the show. Thank you, Cheers. Matt Ford. it been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your madras uh, mm, later on. Yeah. Um, lovely to have you too, Steve Hall. pip. Be seeing you.
0: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.
3: Absolute Radio.